Hi, beauty. I'm so grateful you were led to this podcast. I'm your host, Miranda. Hi. I'm a wife, coach, and mom to four world changers. And this is the Recalibrating Hearts podcast. It's my heart that in this space, you would encounter the love of the Father and receive downloads, revelations, and solutions for partnering with God in your breakthrough. You'll also hear how we're building our family, powerful prayers and declarations for you, and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you three reasons your inner healing will help you heal your marriage. And uh, obviously, I'm always honored to have this platform, but just know this is my beliefs. This is me just sharing how I feel. And you might not feel this way and you might have a different experience. But for those that have ears to hear, I feel like this will really help. So real talk is marriage is hard work sometimes. I just feel like it would have been cool to be warned. (laughs) But then again, if I didn't have like fantasy knight in shining armor in my head, maybe things would have been (laughs) a little different for me and I would have had to come down from that. I do believe that God, man, he loves marriage. By the way, the enemy hates marriage. So it's basically for me like a die to self almost daily, but it is so worth it. It is so worth it. So let's have a chat about three reasons. Your inner healing and seeking inner healing and healing will help you heal your marriage. Okay. So first reason is it shifts your focus to the right thing. You working on you. Or my mom, as my mom always said, clean up your own doorstep, Mer. So when we're so focused on our spouse's issues and their faults, now remember, I'm speaking from experience, okay? Those negative things, when we're focused on those, now they'll appear to be getting worse, right? And again, the enemy loves to distract us really from the whole point of view. The, the point is we have a marriage, we have a, a husband, how long? Man, I prayed for eight years for mine, maybe longer, actually. And I was single for eight years. And sometimes I might might go into that journey, but I was single for eight years and I was waiting and all of a sudden my answer to prayer comes. And basically right after we were married, okay, like basically walls went down, we got married, walls went back up. I didn't realize we bring our baggage into the relationship. I didn't realize that. Maybe you guys did. Maybe you brought your rock stars. I didn't realize that. So all of a sudden I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a time bomb was waiting to go off at the right time. Oh, actually the wrong time. It shifts your focus to the right thing. Okay. So when we're focused on, you know, what we focus on grows, right? This is a, this is a snare and a trap from the enemy. Watch out for the snare of focusing on his negative stuff, his things he's doing wrong. Just watch out for it. Now I know all this is easier said than done. I am soups aware that it's so much easier to what my coach says, like watch the smoke and mirrors and be enamored by the smoke and mirrors while the other stuff is going on. But we got to be careful of that. And the, and the more that I worked with my coach, right, and sought inner healing, and the more I work with my coach, really good coach doesn't tell you what you want to hear. The, a really good coach points you to truth and points you to connect with truth. A few years ago, I went to my coach and I was like, you know, I'm growing and I'm over here all growing and stuff and like changing and healing. And I think I'm just outgrowing my spouse. And now I wasn't even thinking of separation or divorce. 
I was just obviously all up in pride and puffed up, but it was hidden under this disguise. Like he's not, you know, pushing himself enough and he's not, he's not growing. And I just don't know what to do with this. Right. And so I'm guys, I'm not even close to healed. I was very, wow. On my way, I was on my way to healing in 2017, but no, I was like just beginning. Okay, let's be real. And my coach, I would say, now I look back, loved me enough, but my coach was like, oh, and I was like, inside, I was like, what do you mean, oh, like you're not going to side with me? You're not going to tell me that I'm right and we should pray for him? Listen to me, wives. We should pray for him to, you know, basically manipulate instead of really releasing him into the Lord and trusting him. And, and my coach is like, man, you know, I've got a glimpse inside of your relationships by now because she coached me for like six months, eight months by then, or I coached with her and she's like, and I could tell you, uh, don't let your spouse ever be right. And I was like, excuse me. She's like, yeah, I don't think she said, how often do you let him be? How often is he right in your relationship and your these situations? And I was like, excuse me. So her and I, it was funny because like I bristle, you know, I get fired up and she's just like, mm hmm, mm hmm. And I'm like, what's going on? I come to you to get support and right. And so I'm all righteous. And, and I think I just wanted to share that because that conversation actually changed my life for forever. And a lot of my conversations starting out coaching. Now my coaching sessions with my coach are life, life changing. God knows. I mean, they're not like I build it up in my mind and everyone has to be this, you know, what I'm trying to say, right? The ones in the beginning where my small T truth just got unhinged and unraveled and everything I believed because I set myself up. Like I chose to believe lies. I, you know, childhood and trauma and what those stories were telling me all of a sudden I'm face to face with the big T truth. And I was like, well, bring it at me. Like, here's where I'm at. Like my pain is too much now. Like I want freedom more than I want to keep my pain and keep in my comfort zone. All that long story to say is basically I went to her and I was like, my, my spouse isn't growing. Like I'm not, I'm not happy. Like, I don't know what to do, you know? And she's like, excuse me. Um, she put me in my place in a loving way. Like truth in love is super powerful and you really don't want hear me please, people around you or a coach or anybody that tickles your ears and just tells you what you want to hear. You don't, no growth comes from that. You want someone to push you into, in a, lead you into truth and connect with truth and not be afraid to speak truth, right? Because truth sets free. Okay. Someone needed to hear that because whoop, let's get back to shifting your focus to the right things. But the more I work with my coach and over the years and I've, that I've healed from the inside out, so the more tools I have gained and continue to use to help me take responsibility for my stuff. And nine times out of 10, I love you enough to tell you this. It's your junk in the trunk that's causing strife in your marriage. Your junk in the trunk. Take that out and unpack that thing. Work through it. You'll so be grateful for that. Your thoughts and the stories you're believing about this or this is how men are. Or this is what he does or this is what this is is causing unrest. Now, I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say even for me, maybe it won't trigger you as much. Nine times out of 10, it's your junk in the trunk. It's my stuff that's causing strife and unrest. I really pray that you, my audience, and I believe you are, so I will not backtrack too much on this. You're hearing me with correct filters enough to know I am not advocating at all for abuse. I'm not advocating for it and saying like, sit down, take it, 
No, that's when we seek healing or even separation until recovery. So please hear me out. Like I'm not advocating for abuse. In fact, I've, I've stood up in my own marriage many times to be like, Hey, this is the way I feel like God's taking us. Now hear this clearly too. I'd like us to walk in this. And then I pray. And there was a time too, I remember the Lord's like, okay, well, whenever you're done nagging and you want to start praying for your husband, I'll get to it then. You know, I'll help you. And I was like, oh, I'm kind of tying your hands, huh, Lord? And he's like, "Mm." so the 31 prayers for your husband. And I started praying and it's like I finally used my energy strategically, if you know what I mean. Oh, wow, that was a work in progress. It took a while, but it's really not, not on my timing. When people change, it's on the Lord's. And then he does it like bomb way, right? Like he does it where it's a complete and thorough work. Number two, second reason your inner healing will help you heal your marriage you experience peace versus chaos. So receiving healing and growing from inner healing, it's like growth is a byproduct. Peace, the fruits of the spirit, peace is a byproduct, okay? You walk in peace versus chaos, like I am not, I hate strife and chaos. And I'm sure most people do, okay? Way cooler, and I told my husband, I'll take messy over. Everything's great, everything's fine, let's stuff it. Let me, because really, for me, literally stuffing emotions, stuffing negativity and stuffing trauma. Well, that created physical issues and I just don't want to go there. I just want to be on the prevention side, right? So I'm cool with messy, but nothing, there is nothing like the peace that comes in the fruit that comes from healing soul wounds, healing past trauma. And when peace flows, chaos has to go. Like when peace flows, chaos, strife, anything really not of God, can't remain. And it's so beautiful. And I learned a long time ago, there's no empty space in the spirit realm. There's just not like it's one or the other. And I'll take peace over chaos, right? I'll just, I'll just put that into the atmosphere and bless my home and really not tear my, tear down my home with my own hands. Like the Bible talks about the woman tearing their, something like that. You know, true story. I didn't realize I was addicted to chaos. Now, addicted is a harsh word. I was so used to it that I was creating it. Yeah, I mean, I was. And if you look around you, if this is even you, and if it doesn't relate, that's okay. Are you creating, or especially allowing, right, chaos and strife to rule and reign in place of the peace you can have and the unity, right? The enemy causes division. So if there's division, you know there's help. There's no, you know, there's evil. There's no. Can we also be okay, like, compassion and grace for you guys right now who's like, I should say tripping, um, being triggered because that will happen sometimes, right? When we're messing with stuff that doesn't want to be moved for ancient, ancient demonic strongholds or entities that have been in generations. So my parents were divorced at age 12 and then I was divorced at age about 20, 24. So I come from really like a divorce, a little bit lineage, not before that, I don't think. I didn't realize like it was programmed or whatnot into me so that when I first got married in 2012 again, I was basically programmed to escape or to break up. But again, I told myself, I'm not getting divorced because God picked this one. So I'll just escape and I'll escape in many different ways. Okay. Man, for sure, I needed inner healing, okay? I was I was a proponent for inner healing, and I didn't know it. I didn't know that programming was there. And I did, I mean, Holy Spirit was knocking. He was like, beloved, like, that's not a normal response. That's a fight-flight response. That's a trauma response. But what happens is trauma and the, like, 
that things that happen like that, horrible things, divorce, I feel like even, you know, divorce, the where people are divorced in the family, they create distortion. Well, someone's going to get free here, at least start getting free. Since there's a distortion, I believed that I wasn't safe or truly quote unquote loved unless there was chaos, Whew. unless there was strife, really unless somebody was kind of dogging me or being down on me or pressuring me to like, where's the pressure? Where's the pressure? Like I have this, I need this pressure because that equals I'm safe and loved. Man, I'm so grateful for that revelation. And it took a while. Like these things don't, that's why it's a beautiful thing you're listening to this podcast and others. That's why it's a beautiful thing if you're to work with a coach. That's a beautiful thing because there's shortcuts there. There's time collapse there. You can collapse time. Healing comes quicker. That took me this long where Holy Spirit was knocking gently on my door like, beloved, you're creating this. And I just didn't have ears. I didn't have ears to hear that. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my goodness, through digging or journaling or freaking out or screaming, all of a sudden the pain started coming up and I'm like, I don't even feel loved or safe unless this is happening. Okay. What do we do with that? Well, I didn't expect to go into this, but I'll say you take, you take time in the presence of the Lord, give yourself some quiet time, get real. Lord, show me what love is. Like, what love you designed is like how you design love. Show me what that is. And then go into the forgiveness, right? Forgive mom, forgive dad, forgive sis and bro, like forgive those that have wronged you or forgive, make a list who's on your mind or who's weighing you down or who do you hate? Or there is nothing like this bears repeating. Uh, my coach Whitney was talking about radical honesty. The Lord took it a further with me, Miranda, really not a lot shifts or changes without radical honesty and radical vulnerability. And I can't tell you how many times my clients, how do you say, lying to yourself themselves like on, because they want to. It's a protection and coping mechanism. Okay, so I was there and I still am there sometimes. I just can't see what I don't know and don't see. And the Lord is like, <clears throat> with some of my clients, they need to journal, they need to, there's just beautiful tools, but radical vulnerability, radical honesty. Lord, I'm really mad about this. I really, and I encourage them journal it out, talk it out, have a conversation, safe people, right? And they do with me too. And they actually get there because once you can get to that pain and get to that trauma and get to the root is what I'm trying to say. It can be uprooted, healed at the root. And man, it's a domino effect of healing. Things you didn't even know need to be healed or healed then. I just didn't realize once I saw that, okay, I don't feel safe unless these, um, triggers are here or whatever they're called. Lord, please write the wrongs here. Like, please. And I, I had a conversation with my spouse, but I also was like, I chose to put my thoughts on speakerphone for a season. And if that means over communicating, so be it. And hopefully, and I pray you have a safe place to do this, safe spouse to do this. It's not like Fred, my, my husband was like right away, I got, I'm on board. He was like, man, I mean, God blessed him. I don't even, it's by the grace of God, right? That we're still married and now we're th working on thriving. I had so many parts, um, so much trauma and multiple trauma that I, wow, it's by the grace of God. That's why I'm here, right? That's why I'm sitting in here on the mic. Like, I want to help you have shortcuts so you don't have to go through or you go through it with grace and you understand and you have tools. I want to equip you with tools. So I would have to be like, I don't feel safe right now. Or I'd have to talk to myself and be like, okay, Miranda, you're okay. You're loved. 
you're in the father's house, you're deeply loved and you're safe. And I really had to tell myself that. Now, what was that was doing is I was retraining, rewiring. I didn't even know it at the time. And then my nervous system would get through situations where maybe I dropped something and I was looking for a reaction or all of a sudden I'd stir up something and Fred be like, babe, you're doing it again. It's kind of like self-sabotage. And I was like, got it. And so I'd quickly like submit quickly and humble myself quickly uh, because I, again, I didn't want to continue those patterns, those unhealthy, destructive patterns. The more that I would do that, my nervous system would regulate more. And I didn't realize again, these words at the time the, for the years now that I've walked through this, but I would be like, okay, deep breaths, deep breaths. Now grounding helps, right? Grounding outside in the earth and breathing and deep breathing and beautiful breathing practice that I ain't no expert at and journaling, okay, meditation on the word of God, that I'm safe and continual. And all of a sudden you create a new reality. Okay. So I didn't expect to go through that. I hope that was a blessing. I didn't expect to share that. So I just talked about experience when you seek inner healing and get inner healing or marriage. It helps heal your marriage by you experience peace versus chaos. Oh man, isn't it all about the atmosphere? Wow. Dude, for me it is. Three, number three, inner healing creates space for growth in your marriage versus always being in survival mode. Now, who doesn't want more space for creating the life you're meant to live? Like, who doesn't want to create more mar- Ooh, man, I'm getting goose. I'm getting goosies. Who doesn't want more space for creating the life you were born to live? Now, raise of hands, peeps. I know I'm talking to somebody. So one thing about inner healing that I came to realize and love was that my outer world and my surroundings started shifting and changing as my inner world was getting ready, like was getting set, right? It was getting in order. As my inner world, my heart, my mind, my soul, my spirit, when that started to heal, as those continued to heal, started and continued to, it was like my outer needed to. It was pretty unexpected at first, okay? I was like, I need to purge, um, organize. I need to create organization like yesterday. Okay. So putting my house in order, cleaning and purging. And I was like looking around, I'm like, what's going on? And I, I'm super self-aware, but again, I didn't know what I didn't know. So I talked to my coach and I'm like, what is going on? Like, I want to actually clean my, oh, I was always, I was at a clean house. I just had clutter and I procrastinated. Okay. Huge, huge procrastination, dude. Years, something I was supposed to do yesterday or the, the next day, years, no jokes. And my coach was like, well, your outer world will always reflect your inner. And she also said, now, what is the plan? This is for somebody to maintain that. And I was like, now that's where I was at, right? 2017, dude. I was like, maintain it. Good question. I'm not there yet. So help me out, you know? And she was like, okay, set a timer, set a reminder. (laughs) I was just, dude, I love how far God brought me. You're amazing, Lord. She shared again, my outer will reflect my inner I feel like vice versa as well, but my outer will reflect my inner. And it's important. It's supposed to be that way. Like the beings that we are. Survival mode, you know, especially married. Survival mode married is not fun. Remember, this reason is it creates space for growth in your marriage versus always being in survival mode. Now, I understand there's going to be seasons, okay, where it will feel, quote unquote, feel like survival and even wilderness seasons. But please don't camp out in survival land. Do not camp out if you feel like you're there. You always have a choice. If someone asked me, what do you wish you would have told at your 24, 25, well, heck, 21 through a now year old, but back in the day year old self, I'd be like, Miranda, you have a choice. You're not a victim. 
you're powerful and you're an overcomer. But especially if I had to say one thing to myself, you have a choice. Man, just let that settle over you. If you are in a season that feels like, A, it will never end, like, Lord, I have taken all I can take, you have a choice. What does that practically look like? You can look around you and be like, dude, I'm going to start a grateful and thankful list. I'm going to journal how many things I'm grateful for. Like, get it. Get after it. You're not a victim. You're powerful and you're an overcomer. You and your body and your nervous system were not created for 24-7 survival mode. I, I know I lived it. Dude, I was so jacked, like cortisol dripping all the time, fight or flight 24-7. I didn't know which way it was up. And I raised a daughter on this. Okay, because I have a 22-year-old and I was a single parent for 10 years. Dear Lord, not even present half the time. Because right in survival mode, I don't believe you can be present. And I don't feel like that's just a great thing. Okay, um, I understand recovery like the Lord restores and I could weep over the what he's restored in my life and what he's yet to restore in our 22-year-old's life, daughter's life. That didn't, that wasn't great when I wasn't present for most of her life. And I'm not hard on myself. I, I've healed from that. The Lord will redeem it and will restore it. He's faithful. But you are not created. You were not, and your body was not created for 24-7 survival mode. It's time to heal. Hear me. So dreaming with your spouse and God, creating the vision board, go on trips, pay off debt, inner healing is so, can be so powerful and life-changing if you let it. Like I might do a part two on this some point because there's so many more reasons that inner healing will help heal your marriage. I wanted to take time to add some goodies for you. I have a journal prompt and an action step for you. Who's ready, dudes? Get out the stuff or replay and listen. All right, replay and have your notebook and notepad ready. Yeah, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the lives this is going to change. All right, journal prompt. Am I focused on the right things in my marriage? Or am I so focused on his or her faults that it's consuming and affecting me? Am I focused, I'm going to say it again, am I focused on the right things in my marriage? Or am I so focused on all his or her faults that it's consuming or affecting me and affecting me? The second one, journal prompt, am I addicted? Or am I allowing chaos to rule in my life, marriage? So am I addicted or am I allowing chaos? So am I addicted to chaos or am I allowing chaos to rule in my life, in my marriage? And lastly, and there's many journal prompts. I'm just trying to do a couple here, right? Respect your time. Are we creating space for dreaming and creating in our marriage? Are we creating space for dreaming and creating in our marriage? The importance of these journal prompts is this is going to get you like questions unlock many things in the spirit realm. I think that's how powerful and in the natural. I think that's why I have, how powerful coaching is. And God's given me a gift to me with the ability to ask good questions and questions some people don't even want to hear, but they'll do it. Like they'll listen and then freedom, right? People might not like me for a time and they're, you know, I'm, I'm a baller sometimes as a coach, but in a loving way, you guys, in a loving way, Holy Spirit gets, you know, he, he gets to flow. Holy Spirit's the bomb. What I mean I'm like a baller in that way is I'll ask questions and they're like squirming and clients are, but at the end, freedom. Like there's freedom with that. Okay, I need to get off. I digress. Am I focused on the right things in my marriage? Journal this out or whatever you feel led to, right? And am I, or am I, another question, am I addicted or am I allowing chaos to rule in my marriage? And are we creating space for dreaming and creating in our marriage? And as you journal those out, real radical vulnerability and radical honesty, please. So now did this podcast resonate with you? Are you feeling a tug towards working with a coach? 
to unhelp you pack your junk in the trunk, your pain, to allow God to bring his truth and shine his light on these areas to transform them and heal your heart so you can walk in freedom. I literally will coach with my coach as long as she coaches, right? I walk this out. Hiring a coach in 2017 saved my marriage, my mind, my heart so much more. So if so, I want you to head over to MirandaWendler.com backslash coaching and grab a one-time session. Click the button to grab a one-time session that says this one is perfect or click apply now to coach with me to start with at least six sessions. As always, if you could like and share and leave a review for this podcast, it just helps us get seen more. It helps us get the word out. And my heart is for you guys to walk in freedom with your whole hearts. Just please remember, it's time to heal.